Hi guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's a podcast where we learn, where we study, uh, where we grow. Uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can um, as we continue to serve our Lord. Uh, again, we have a special guest on the podcast again today, but before I let him uh, introduce himself to you guys, uh, just so you know, you can also find the podcast um, on Facebook. Uh, just look up my name there. Uh, you can also find it on uh, Instagram uh, at my name at Jordan underscore Anthony underscore Pew. Um, you can also find it on Twitter and anywhere else you can get your podcast. Um, you'll also be able to see the video portions um, of this podcast on YouTube as well. So we'd love you guys to subscribe uh, wherever you guys can get your podcast. Uh, again, like I mentioned before, uh, we do have a special guest on our podcast today, and I'll let him introduce himself to you guys. Uh, good morning. My name is uh, Greg James and another fellow student of the Bible. And those who are watching this, I uh, please forgive me. I love my my. Uh, my readers at home. So now I've got my sunglasses on and I, well, it is what it is. It is, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is what isn't what I've got on. The point is of what we're going to be That's studying right. today. So <laughs> let's try to focus on the word of God and, and not me looking like an idiot. But <laughs> you know, and it is what it is. <laughs> and it was so cool to have uh, Greg in the area. I remember we met at, uh, it was get well mm -hmm. at the get well lectures. Sure was. And I think, and the crazy part of how we met was at the time, they had lectures in the morning and then they had lectures at night. And I remember they had a problem that week of people's cars getting mm -hmm. stolen into. And I was like, okay, so let me go check my car. And I go out there and you're standing kind of close to your car and my car. And you're like, hey, you went to SWIC? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He said, oh, wait a second. You know, I go to, I'm going to start preaching at Greenmount. I was like, what? Yeah. And then we, you know, we started you know, a bond there and then his, his good wife, Tammy and, and Jenna and Justin. And uh, we've been able to kind of grow that relationship from a college sticker <laughs> on my car. So you never know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's a small world and it's a wonderful thing. When, uh, when we pulled up and saw that, we're like, Whoa, this is really exciting. So I had to make sure I, I contacted whoever owned that vehicle. <laughs> and uh, it turned out we we're just, just a few miles away. And that's what, you know, that's what it is about the, uh, the fellowship is so small. Yeah, you never know uh, who you're going to meet and where you're going to meet them. So it's just, it's really kind of cool the small connections we have uh, all over the place. Yeah, and this and this kind of goes into what we're talking about today, um, guys. Our topic, uh, what we're going to be talking about is, uh, brother, we're on the same team. You know, I think Greg sometimes um, in secular business, um, it's kind of a twofold thing to where it is a team effort, whatever whatever business you're you're in. It's a team effort, but at the same time, it's also every man for himself mentality because you're working for a company, but at the same time, you need to do what's best for you and your family in, in some way, shape or form. And so you think about, you know, in business, you work as a team, but you also try to promote yourself sometimes so you can get a higher position. And so I think sadly, sometimes in, in, um, in the church, I think this mentality has slipped in to where, yes, we are on the same team. But I think also among preachers as well, sometimes we're on the same team, but sometimes, you know, hey, let me let me do this. You try to promote some preachers, try to self-promote themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, in First Corinthians chapter 12 or chapter one, I'm sorry, this is our our text of what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so, again, if you have your Bibles, your tablets, whatever you have, open it up with us. You know, we don't want you guys to listen to my opinion or Greg's opinion. We want you guys to search the scriptures for yourself. And so let's go on and read our text here, and then we'll get into what we're talking about here. First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 1, starting in verse number 12, Paul mentions this. 
He says, now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I have Apollos, and I have Cephas, and I have Christ. But is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius, lest any should say that I baptized in my own name. Uh, and I baptize also the household of Stephanus. Behold, I know not whether I baptize any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom uh, or, or words, not with wisdom or words, lest the cross of Christ uh, should be found in none effect. And so, Greg, you know, this is kind of the concept of what Paul had to deal with in Corinth. Division, but notice what the division is about. I'm a Paul, I'm a Paulus, and I'm a Cephas. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, we have seen this. Uh, I remember there at the lectureships, there's an older preacher that uh, had those that he had baptized stand up or those yeah. he had married. And I guess at a certain point in your time, you, you reflect back on the accomplishments of, of, that he has, he has done which to a point I think it is good and bad. It's encouraging. But then again, the light is now shown upon him right. versus where it should be on the glory of God. Right. And, uh, and, and it is so sad to sometimes see that or feel that, but you know, we always need to put that in check. It doesn't matter who baptizes who it doesn't matter how many weddings or funerals. You, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It matters what, uh, what is there. And God is always the center of everything. It should be about him regardless of, of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I've even, uh, I remember down in Texas, there were a few ministers that would just kind of move around and, but there'd always be those certain members that would follow them. So who are you doing? You know, I, they always have the reasons and I'm yeah. not going to say anything about that, but you, when you see that, you always, you always wonder, are they following the man or mm. are they following, you know, are they staying with that congregation? So it's always been a thought in my mind I, and I don't, and I want to push that out. I always pushed it out and never really thought much about it because I didn't know. And that's part of that judgment. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. Make sure I don't do it. Was like, I noticed it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to let that go. Yeah. They have their reasons for it and which is fine. Uh, but we see that more often uh, when you have so many churches in one area and preachers move around, it, it, it's, it's inevitable. It happens. Not a big deal. Um, but we just got to make sure of why we're doing that. Are we following yeah. the man? Are we following, you know, God's word and staying with that particular congregation? Yeah. So, uh, but and, yeah, with this, it's, it's always about that. And you even think, you know, and obviously like you mentioned before, it's not necessarily, you know, a bad thing to like a certain guy's preaching or like mm -hmm. what he does. That's, you know, that's great because obviously we are to let our light shine so right. that, you know, the Lord gets glorified. But here, I think what Paul is dealing with here in verse number 10 is especially, or especially, uh, notice before he mentions all those names like Paul, Apollos, and all those names in verse 10, he says, brethren, I'm hearing some things about you. And he said, he's hearing that there's divisions among you, uh, but you should be perfectly joined together. And in verse 11, he mentions that because of this, there's contentions. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing that I think sometimes, uh, I think also, I don't think it's on purpose, but I think inadvertently because of those certain likes that we have in certain people. That they can cause exactly what happened here. Well, I'm of Apollos. Well, I'm of I'm of Cephas. <laughs> well, I like this. And so, you know, I saw this, Greg. I, I was looking at the Greek, and <laughs> this brings back bad memories. <laughs> you know, I remember you in school, man, oh, talking yeah. about Greek bad oh, memories. Yeah. <laughs> but I was able to look up this small word. And so, when when it mentions I am of, and then whatever I am of, it's that repeated word day in Greek, which means I am opposed. To the other party. Mm -hmm. And so look what's, if you read it that way, verse 12 is totally different now because he's saying, I am a Paul 
so therefore I oppose Cephas. Right. I am a Apollos, therefore I oppose Paul. See, they're they're picking and choosing who they want, and they're sticking with them and opposing other people. <laughs> and so you think about that 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 caused the great contention. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the thing that we're talking about is you know in us being preachers and studies and, and learners of the word. You know, I think sometimes we need to encourage one another just to learn the word, not, hey, what's your following looking like? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what's your following? <laughs> how many lectureships you do this year? How many, you know, that's not what it's about. It's right. about how can we help whoever, where I'm at, mm-hmm. where you're at to grow. That's all, that's all preaching is. Yeah. And it's a part of, uh, yeah, of our Christian walk. How yeah. are we maturing? How are we walking that way? If we're following one individual the entire way, we're neglecting everything else or neglecting other you know teachers mm-hmm. who can teach it in a different way not necessarily a better way yes. but a different way and we all learn differently differently we all uh have our different uh, you know I, as an example with that teach what is that bring teach keep yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah evangelism thing where some are teachers some are keepers some are you know bringers so we have to find our way and be in the body of christ we are all separate mm-hmm. we all have something good you know, to give. So just following one individual, we're lacking in those other areas of our personal growth as well. And, and going back to verse 10, again, you mentioned this, but notice what it mentions. Instead of having divisions among you at the end of verse 10, notice what Paul says we should be, that you be perfectly joined together. Mm-hmm. And, and, and later on, he'll talk about the body, how that's, you know, the million dollar machine, how that's <laughs> perfectly joined together. I love how he mentions that us as the body of Christ needs to be like the million dollar machine in the body. Mm-hmm. The little things that happen with, you know, have you ever walked up the stairs, stub your toe? <laughs> you're just like, how did that happen? You know, but your toe feels it, but you're in tight. Your head feels it. Your arm, feels, like your whole body hurts because of that one hit. Mm-hmm. And so notice what it says here. Y'all don't need to be doing this because if you're a Paul, if you're of Apollos, if you're of Cephas, you're not just hurting yourself by separating yourself from the body. You're hurting everybody else because of that favoritism. Mm-hmm. And that's why he says, look, y'all need to be perfectly joined together. And I, I think that's the great thing about unity and what we just talked about, how we met. We met basically, we're different, different skin tones, different cultures, different, whatever, right? <laughs> what? what? We're different, right? <laughs> different skin tones, different, all. But what brought us together was this book. Right. And that's the awesome thing about the scripture, how this thing not only can bring us together spiritually, but literally it can bring us together physically. Right. You know, it's the, you know, the great imp- impartiality of God. Yes. Because it doesn't matter anything. And all that matters is the word of God in our souls. I was thinking about this last night uh, at, at services there at Arnold, how uh, I forgot uh, what Dan was talking about, but I was thinking how he was talking about the, the, the partiality. Actually, he was talking about a first Peter where, you know, uh, virtue into kindness. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, we can go ahead and turn there what he was talking about. And, um, is that the, um, the adding to your faith? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Second Peter, um, second yeah, Peter second five Peter. or second Peter one. Uh, it really began. It was a section of verses five through 11. Yes. And how he was talking about that. And he, he spoke about each word. He talked about us in the seven pillars. Yeah. And, uh, and part of it was the, the partiality of, of uh, you know, how God wants us all to be part of the body. And as I'm thinking about that, you know, we all have the same soul. Regardless yep. of what, we, we don't know what it looks like. So we can use our own imagination and whatever that is, that image that we have in our minds, everybody looks like that. 
regardless yeah. of our skin tone, if I'm born with one arm or it got blown off in, in war, it doesn't really matter what our physical state is. Mm. It's about our spiritual state. And it's about that unity of our spiritual state and where we're all going. Mm. I can get myself there. You can get yourself there. Our parents can get themselves there. We can't get them there, but we all walk down that same path together. Yeah. And it's part of that unity. And it doesn't matter if it was Paul or Apollos or <laughs> Jordan or Greg. Doesn't or, matter. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. What matters is that we're all walking down the same path, yes. doing what God would have us do. And going back to verses to verse number 12 with that concept of I am a Paul, I am a Paul or Cephas. Again, quick Greek lesson with the word a me in Greek uh, literally means I am. But also when they said, so notice the kind of the almost the double entendre, I guess, that they use here. They not only say that uh, I am a Paul or Paulus or Cephas, but they said I belong to Paul. So if Paul ended up baptizing me, just like you said, with that guy, that the preacher that was mentioned, I baptized so many people. Mm -hmm. Well, I belong to him. He follows Christ, but I belong to him. I belong to him. And see, this is that concept. So I'm talking to a a military guy here. Now, my mom was in the in the Air Force. And so you've got the you know, you've got the Army, you know, you've got the Navy, you've got, uh, you know, the Marine Corps, you've got all these all these branches. But. Who are they really all under? <laughs> the commander in chief. Right. But sometimes, hey, you Navy guys, you <laughs> Army guys, all Marines, we're the best. Oh, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, talk to, you talk to a Marine, all, everybody is under us. Right. Right. And so, <laughs> and this is the concept that was happening here. Well, I'm in the Army, I'm in the Navy, I'm in the Marine Corps, I'm in the Coast Guard, but aren't you all under the same umbrella? Mm-hmm. And this is what Paul would look. Why are you saying you're of a Paul or me or Cephas or Apollos when we should be under one umbrella? And so you see that the small things that can cause contention among the body. And this is the thing that I want to bring out in this podcast is the little things that can uh, bring us together are the same little things that can divide us. Yeah. And that's why he said, you, know, you got to be smart of what you're doing here. Well, not just smart, but study the word. Yes. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about all those different denominations and how I've known you know, those in the military, uh, military chaplains will then break off of what they're doing and create their own church. But, you know, oh, it's still, it's still Christ followed or whatever, but it's about that individual yes. or he, he and his wife or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So it's, you know, oh, yeah, we go to this church. I love these people. Okay. Where's Christ in this? Where's God in this? Yeah. And they, you know, that's why we have so many denominations and that's not what God wanted. And unfortunately, that's what we're looking at here with this division here. It all started back then of, you know, say if Apollos wanted to break off and do his own church, guess what? He already has a following. Yeah, you got a following. And it's, and it's a crying shame how men can easily, I bet he was a great orator. Yeah. You know, Joel Osteen, great orator. I am not, <laughs> but he, he is. But, you know, when you listen to Joe Osteen speak, you know, he'll, he won't ever open up his Bible that I've noticed. I'm not that I watch an entire thing, but he'll tell you to find a good Bible church. Yeah. Then I'm just questioning, why am I even listening to this guy? If he's telling me to go find a good Bible church, because apparently it's not there. Yeah. Uh, but it's just one of those things that, you know, we can see all these things happening in the first century that has morphed in what, into what we have it today. Yeah. And we can see the simpleness of the unity. It was overlooked. It's being overlooked today, but we can still find it as an example 
as a pattern of our living. <laughs> yeah, and uh, sure. it, it's all right here for us to, to know if you study God's word. If we, and this is why, and I know you've seen this, you know, in your preaching and, and, and other situations, but this is why Timothy to, or Paul told Timothy to study, to show thyself mm-hmm. approved unto God. And I think sometimes with these contentions, now, you know, I don't know, you know, obviously with Apollos, he may have been powerful, a powerful speaker. And we know who Peter was. We know who Christ was. We know who Paul was, right? Yeah. So obviously great guys. Um, but at the same time, Paul and Apollos and Cephas, they didn't study to get a following. Right. You know, they didn't study for, for numbers. You know, they studied. But notice why he says it. And I've never looked at this because quoted it a thousand times. But study to show thyself approved. But notice who the audience is mm-hmm. unto God, not to God's people. Right. You know, I think sometimes, Greg, at times, um, you know, those of us who know the scripture and have really, really studied it, we want to show people that we've studied it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I took five Greek classes. I took this. I took that, <laughs> even though I failed all five. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want to show <laughs> I want to show you how smart I am. It's right. Not, we don't study the Bible to show how smart we are. Mm-hmm. We study it because that's our charge as right. preachers. Yeah, uh, was it Johnny Ramsey would, you know, I've heard, I've never met the man. Uh, I've known men who have known him. Yeah. And uh, of course, hear all the, all the stories that they were at a lectureship and uh, Johnny challenged the audience. I want to say the audience, but those that were assembled together for this to, uh, Give him any book, chapter, verse, and he'll give you the one above it and the one below it. Yeah, and he did that. I, heard I that, mean, yeah. he did that. And uh, we got to think about that is he wasn't doing it to show off. He was just doing it to prove that anybody can do anybody it. can do this. And uh, and I know that there's uh, guys that are out there that like you are a whole lot smarter than I'll ever be, which is fine. I have to study a whole lot longer, which is fine too. But I you know I need to know that. But he studied. The, he memorized. He's I think he spent like six hours a day memorizing scripture. So he was able to do that, and that's great. Yeah, you know that's that's that's, that's fabulous. But he didn't do it for the 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 fame of, yes. of it all. He did it for his spiritual well-being and to show others you can do you this can too. Do this, yeah. And it led me to the thought of first Corinthians chapter three, um, where there in uh, verse, uh, verse number four of first Corinthians chapter three and verse number four, uh, for where are, sorry, Mike, you know, I'm trying to see this well enough uh, for when one says I am of Paul and another, I am of Apollos. Are you not cardinal mm. having that worldly mind? Where's yeah. your mind at that little section there from verses one through four really is that cardinal mind, where is your mind set on? Is it set spiritually or is it set, you know, worldly? And if you're mm. looking for that worldly glorification, well, I forget, I can't remember the book chapter verse, but if we're looking for that worldly uh, recognition, that's, uh, that's, our reward. that's our reward. And we're not going to see anything after that. So uh, we really got to, you know, think back. Am I doing mm. this for self yeah. or I'm doing this for God? And we need to make sure that we do relay that message so people don't think, we're doing it for the glory of myself yes. versus the glory of God. And okay, I didn't even admit, I didn't even see this, but <laughs> okay. And this is the awesome part, but in verse five, you mentioned verse uh, number four of chapter, mm-hmm. uh, chapter three. If you keep going down to verse five, he asked kind of a rhetorical question. Who is Paul? <laughs> Who is Apollos? Yeah. But just ministers whom you believe. So he said, look, there's nothing special about Paul or Cephas or no. the only one that is special in that list that you mentioned was Christ. 
all of us are just preaching what he said. Right. You know, there's, there's nothing about me. It's nothing about, you know, I could get 85 degrees in Bible. It's still not about me. It's not about what I do. It's not, it's about, okay, when I listen to Jordan, do I know more about him or do I know more about Christ? Right. And that's one of, that's, I think, I forgot which instructor told us that, but he said a good measuring stick for a sermon is after the guy sits down. Now, there's nothing wrong with personal stories to, you know, equate some things in the scripture. Sure, sure. But he says, if you know more about that guy when he sits down than about Christ, who he follows, mm -hmm. then that's a problem. At the, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I, I, again, I thought about Johnny Ramsey had mentioned, it doesn't matter who speaks it. And he can be, you know, the Bible talks about this as well. You know, he may not be the greatest, you know, orator like myself, but it's not about me or yeah. what I, it's about the word of God. Yeah. What did you get out of the word of God? And that's what, you know, not that I, I, you know, you scale yourself, you know, is it about God's word? I want to make sure I stay in it and, you know, having fl people flip through it. So we know what we're saying is true. And that's what we need to do. You know, Acts chapter 17, verse 11. I believe that's what it is. Yeah, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. You know, where Paul's talking about, he's talking to the Thessalonians about the Bereans and how they search the scriptures daily. Yeah. Not that they need to, or I need to, but we all do. But to do what? To make sure what Paul was saying was, was true, right. was accurate. And I would encourage anybody anywhere to do the same because we are men. We are not perfect. Yes. <laughs> I've misquoted scripture. Very true. <laughs> yeah, I've misquoted scripture a lot. When uh, Not that I do it on purpose. I do it accidentally because I would never do it on purpose. And if I do, whoa, yeah. that's bad on me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and this is why we bring up this concept of we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Because Apollos, Paul, Cephas, all those guys, look, we're all under the same branch. Yeah. So there's no, there's no need for you to follow me or him or him or him. It's all about one person. Right. I have to, and notice, and even Paul mentioned this again, he said, you need to follow me, but he puts a condition on it. You follow me as I follow the big one, yeah, as awesome. I follow Christ. Yeah. And so I want to mention this too. Um, if you jump to verse number 17 with us guys of, uh, of first Corinthians back to our text, notice kind of what Paul mentions to the Corinthians here. Now he mentions before uh, in verse 14 through 16, how he did baptize certain people. But he said, I'm glad I didn't baptize any of you because you would have <laughs> you would have did something to me. Right. But he said in verse 17, Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. But here's the part I want to mention. Not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be found of none effect. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I have it written down here in a, I believe it was Vincent Word Studies in a commentary I looked up. Um, that phrase, not with wisdom of words, means the apostle. Paul, Apollos, Cephas, whoever, was not sent to pursue this mode of conduct. So Paul, Apollos, Cephas was not sent to preach um, a magnificent, wordy sermon, but simply to announce the truth, mm -hmm. to proclaim uh, Christ crucified for the sins of the world, and to do this in the plainest and simplest manner possible, lest the numerous conversions which followed might be attributed to the apostles' eloquence, to the apostles' demonstration of God. Mm -hmm. See, and, and that's the great, um, I guess, the, the standard-ish of a preacher is if when he preaches the word, if you say, man, I love Christ more because of what he said about him, not I love him more, right. I love Christ more. And this is what Paul was saying, look, I'm not doing this out of wisdom of words. 
because if I do it because of me, then the cross has none effect. Right. It's just about me. So this is not what this is about. It's about just preaching it plain and that's it and right. sit out. <laughs> that's all it is. It's a simple job. <clears throat> right. You know, as you were reading that, um, you know, verse number 17, you know, Paul wasn't sent to, uh, to baptize or Christ. You know, it's, he was sent to preach the word. And I thought about the sorcerer in uh, Acts oh, chapter yeah. uh, Acts chapter 8. Yes. Yes, he, he did wonderful things, but, uh, and he heard the word, he was baptized. So we, he's a Christian here. But what he saw was that the apostles in verse number, uh, beginning of verse number 14, uh, through in this little section uh, 25. Yeah. But, and I, I forgive me for not reading it. It's difficult for me to see it with the font <laughs> in my glasses. I apologize. I feel so bad. But, and, and I would encourage everyone to read this because yes. it falls into this example of he saw this as a way of glorifying self. And that's what his sin was, yeah. was glorifying self and not doing this for the glory of God to show that, you know, this is the, the miracles were there to show the divinity of Christ, to show the miracles. So to show Christ was real. Only the, of course, the apostles could do this. That's why I asked an apostle, hey, give me this gift. But the apostles knew he shouldn't need these gifts because, you know, yeah. they just, the Holy Spirit, I'm sure, was, to, I'm, and I'm, well, I'm sure the Holy Spirit would encourage them not to give him these gifts because of the fact he was going to use them in the wrong way. Uh, and it reminded me again of, sorry if I'm taking the show. No, this is good. No, this uh, is I can't good. remember the book, chapter, verse. Maybe you can. Uh, when uh, I want to say it was Paul. Maybe I can't remember who it was, but on one of Paul's missionary journeys, the uh, the woman that was um, I can't think of the word she had the demon in her, and she was proclaiming these two are the men of God. These, but she was doing it incorrectly. Incorrectly, yes. And uh, and they stopped her and healed her, <laughs> and they got her out of jail for it. But she was doing it in a so we can, you know, give the glory of God, but in the wrong way. Yes. And sometimes when we give the glory to ourselves. We're doing it for the wrong reasons. We're, we're pro professing God and showing our life, but it's a different life. It's not the life yes. of God. And, and uh, oh. we, we, so we need to, you know, that's very hard, you know, when we're in the middle of it to really think about that, but we all need to step back and say, what is the purpose? Yes. What is it? What is, you know, why am I doing this? And we have to really evaluate ourselves when we're, you know, taking the Lord's supper, we evaluate ourselves. Am mm -hmm. I worthy of taking the Lord's supper? And uh, so I, I take that, not just when I'm, you know, taking the Lord's Supper, but in everything I do, I try to remember, I am only human, uh, yes. <laughs> to, uh, to, you know, step, take a step back. Am I doing this for me? Am I doing it for the glory of God? And if you're not, pray to God, you know, yes. get that straight in your life. You even talk to other preachers because they've been there. They know that. And they can give you some, you know, good words of, yeah, you're a moron, knock it off. <laughs> or, you know, no, I think you're just fine. Just, you'd know, always keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, there are some preacher friends I know that you have that you can go to and, and they, they give it to you straight. Yes. And I love that. I've got a handful I can do that with. Even some that aren't preachers, I know I can go to. And, and they'll give it to me straight because that's what we need. Yeah. That's part of the unity here to make sure that it's not about mm. Greg. It's, it's about God and it's about uh, the word and showing those, uh, those folks out there of who mm. we belong to. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you get two preachers together. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. So I'm going to bring this, this up. Like this. I got to bring this up. So <laughs> I heard this example of, you know, sometimes, like you said, sometimes we think we can be important mm -hmm. uh, just like these guys in Acts eight and what you mentioned. And so <laughs> one preacher said, Hey, so, 
you know, imagine you've got a giant bucket of water and you're, you're a drop of water. And so if that one drop is taken out and you're just not there anymore, what's still there? <laughs> a giant bucket of water. So your impact, you think it's so great, but you're just, you're just a drop. Right. And so here, like you, you mentioned Acts chapter eight. Um, I read in, do you remember uh, in school, we had to have that, that book, uh, Josephus, the writings. Did you ever have that? No, we never had that. I see it on your, yeah, we, I see it right there on your. Yeah, we had to have a, 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 Joseph was kind of the historical writer who mm-hmm. saw the, some of these biblical events. And so he has a chapter in there about this, oh. about Peter or uh, about Simon. And he said, Simon, the sorcerer, before all this happened, he said he had a reputation of having a following <laughs> of exactly what we're talking about. So people were following him because he could do this great stuff. So he was already doing the sorcery stuff before this happened. But then he saw the apostles and they were doing this stuff and they were healing people. He's like, I can't do that. So let me get what they have Mm -hmm. so I can take their gift and make more money off of what I was already doing. Right. And so again, like you said, the Holy spirit, and this is one of the gifts, the awesome things that Peter had was, and he used it in acts two as well, but he had perception. And so notice in verse number, uh, if you guys are still there in Acts chapter eight, um, I think it's verse number or verse number 18. uh, When Simon saw that through the laying on of holy or the laying on of the apostles hands, uh, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money saying, give me this power so that I may lay hands. And then he'll. So notice how rhetorical. Hey guys, let me get this, and I'll I'll get you guys more followers. Right. Okay. (laughs) And then verse number twenty, Peter said, uh, "Thy money perish with thee, because notice the phrase you thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money." And then you jump down to verse twenty-three. Peter's still talking. I perceive that in you is the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Mm -hmm. So Peter had the ability. To say, look, you don't want this to help us out. You want it to help yourself out. Right. And this is the and this goes along the big umbrella of what we're talking about here is you really have to self-examine yourself, especially if you're in a leadership position of, okay, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Am I doing it for me? Because sometimes I think it can happen inadvertently too. You start with the right reasons. Yeah. But then, well, people, they're listening to what I'm doing. They're 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 following me. They they want my advice. They, they, <laughs> the next thing you know, your head starts to get a little, and that's why you got to have the right people talking to you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, you get done preaching, and you know you didn't do that well. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. You're where our, our, our worst critics anyway. But, uh, you know, you have that, you know, those certain people that, oh, you did such a great job. They're patting your hand. You, you feel good about yourself. And then it goes on, and you're getting all these good accolades. And then, you know, you, you sit there, and you go, why is that person talking to that preacher when that person knows that I'm good and you gotta stop it happens yeah, I've, I've caught myself doing that I get upset I'm like why it am happens. I getting upset yeah it has nothing to do with me I need it's about the word of God yeah so it's you know it happens <laughs> it does. and to be and that's and this is great that we're both kind of we're honest with it because mm-hmm. it it, 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 it really does happen because sometimes yeah. you you do and you know you did a terrible job I did a terrible <laughs> job. dude that was you yeah. know sometimes after uh, <laughs> after you preach one you sit back and you're like, that was the worst sermon in the history of sermons. And then somebody says, that's the best thing since sliced bread. And you're just like, what? And then more people say that, oh, I guess that was a good. Next thing you know, you think you can do no wrong. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's what, I, but I think this is so great with what it talks about of, this is about the gospel. 
And the, the last verse that I had that I wanted to mention here um, was Psalm chapter 133. Um, I believe it's verse number one, actually. Make sure it's the right one here. Yes. Uh, Psalm 133, one. Uh, again, we're talking about this concept of, you know, we're on the same team. We're separate entities in terms of separate people, uh, but we're, we're preaching the same message. And so here, David mentions in verse one um, of Psalm 33, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Mm-hmm. That's all this is about, you know, and obviously, you know, you got your, you got your Memphis guy say, Oh, Memphis is the best <laughs> preaching school. And you got to, Oh, we're the best. It's, yeah. it's, it's not about what school you went to. It's not about the instructors you had. It's not about the, the stuff you had to do while you were in this school. It's all about how beautiful and how pleasant it is for Memphis grads, Brown trail grads, South, no, if you're following the gospel, it's great to dwell in unity, right? Because all of our charge is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. And, and we would, uh, we would be hurting ourselves if we had that mentality yeah. of my school's better than yours. When I was taught things differently than you were taught things. You yeah. mentioned the, the Josephus book. I never seen that. I never had to read it, but you did. And that's something I can learn from yeah. that I can teach other people. And without knowing that, I'm hurting myself and others and having that, well, just call it what it is, that bad attitude yeah. that, you know, I'm better than you are just because of, you know, the school that you went to. You're really hurting yourself from learning more of how to utilize God's word to be that tool that yeah. God wants us to be to bring those souls to him. Yeah. And, you know, the last thing I wanted to mention was about um, in order for us to be on the same team, um, it takes, and especially with guys. <laughs> This is a big problem that we have, especially if we're, this is the only phrase I can think of, but especially since if you're at a certain, and I've got quotes for those that are listening, if you feel you're at a certain level, right, it takes a lot of humility to sit down and listen, you know, and just, and just listen, you know, and sometimes I think we as guys um, in a leadership, leadership position sometimes lack the, um, the humility, okay. Let me, let me listen to what he has to say. Let me, let me, let me, uh, you know, learn from him. Let me, you know, pick his brain. Let me pick his, his family's brain. His wife's brain has gone through this. Let me, let me just listen to them. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I just want to learn too. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what we're here for. And I, you know, the Lord mentions again, if you humble yourselves, he'll lift you up mm-hmm. and he can lift you up in a lot of ways, knowledge, <laughs> physically, financially, but right. it takes a lot of time. Just, okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, Christianity is a, is a lifelong Yes. Endeavor. You know, we're always learning to, uh, well, to, to, to grow in the maturity of God. And, uh, you know, I always, I, I never cared for those that, you know, I'm a scholar of the Bible Yes, because they educated themselves out of the truth of God's word to me. And that's yeah, what yeah. I think some of them have. And, or those that, you know, when you look at someone's name, it says, Dr. So-and-so, what are you doing that for? There's yeah. no, reason no reason to do that because that's taken away from the purpose of it all. And then it kind of shuts me off from wanting to listen to him. No, yeah. I, you know, I still, I should still listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> it does Just happen. because, yeah, yeah, because they, they do have more knowledge than I do, but I need to, you know, we're taught always to pick the meat from the bone, yeah. regardless of who it is or what it is. And, uh, you know, I may say something wrong, but you may like something I've said. Yeah. So you're taking that piece off and regardless of who it is, you know, <laughs> I just, I really don't like seeing the doctor aspect. Yeah. I'm a scholar and it's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And you know, what are you going to teach? Me? I had a, um, well, I didn't have him as an instructor, but I had his son. 
Um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Brother Curtis Cates. Dan Cates teaches at the school, mm -hmm. um, but Curtis Cates was his father. And he told dad a long time ago, and dad told us, um, he said he was a country boy. You know, he had a country accent, Alabama, old time, you know. <laughs> he was real. Yeah. He had it. And pe because of – and his wife told mom all the time, people thought he was an idiot because of how he talked, because right. of how he – but he was literally, if he walked in any room, he could be the smartest dude in there. But he, just, he didn't let anybody know. Yeah. And so one day uh, someone walked into his office and he had a, you know, like a drawer full of stuff. And I was like, he's like, what is that? He's like, oh, it's just my bachelor's, my master's, my doctor, my, you got all that? And he's like, yeah. But when I get it, I don't tell anybody. I get my degree. I put it in the drawer. I close it. And I just keep preaching. Mm -hmm. So, so wait, so none of the brethren know you, you have this. Nope. They, they don't need to know. Right. And, and that's, I think that's what kept brother Kate's humble because he didn't, you know, tell everybody that he was this qualified. Well, I'm, I've done all this. So you have to listen to what I have to say about the Bible. Right. And he's like, no, he said, what if you, what if I did have it, but you didn't know. And I think that's the awesome part about uh, kind of studying and learning and teaching and growing kind of in silence in a way. Mm -hmm. To where you you um you grow your knowledge, but nobody necessarily has to know. Mm -hmm. All you do is oh, let me just let me show you what I what I learned. Yeah, you know, but everybody knows that preachers only work three days out of the week for maybe an hour at a time. But <laughs> now, of course, that is false. Very that false. 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 false, false. Uh, let me allude to false because what happens is uh you know when you see a preacher preaching and he's studying for that next sermon it's more than just the bible he has open yeah. he may have another bible that references different things or another book or you know so he puts in hours for a 20 minute sermon that everybody gets but yeah. no one sees that and he's not going to tell anybody that nope. because that person's <laughs> ignorance it's hard to get through to go you need to spend a day with me when i'm studying you know for oh. this, this particular lesson and getting you know, the lessons ready for Sunday morning, Sunday night, plus a class on Sunday morning and a class Sunday mm -hmm. night or Wednesday night, rather. A lot. It's, it's a lot to really do, but they don't see that. Yeah. And it's a lot of things that preachers don't talk about, yeah. you know, just like uh, Mr. Case with all of his, his certificates or, you know, his doctorates, his, his higher education. Yeah. It doesn't matter in the end. Yep. It matters how am I preaching the word? And I don't know about you, but I pray before I step up there, oh, up to the podium. Yes. I, I'm praying that what I have to say pleases God. Mm, yeah. If it doesn't please the individual, but it pleases God, that's all I care about. Because yeah. you're going to step on people's toes anyway. You're going to say something someone doesn't care about. But is it really about them or me? It's about God. You know, uh, we, we talked about in the Old Testament how uh, the, the sacrifice is a sweet aroma to the Lord. Yes. Am I saying... You know, am, am I preaching God's word to be that sweet aroma to him? And if I'm not, I need to change my ways. Yeah. Or I need to step down and really evaluate myself and, and fix it before yes. it goes astray, lead other souls away. And, the, I, and you mentioned that too. I think the toughest part sometimes that people don't see, like you mentioned, is, you know, the word is described as light. Mm -hmm. And light always uh, gets rid of darkness in every aspect of, of the word. So if we're in the office or if we're at home or if we're wherever getting a sermon ready or a class ready, what's being exposed to us first before we go teach somebody else the light. Mm -hmm. And so what people don't see is, I don't know about you, but there's been some times where I've been studying a sermon or a class or whatever. And I have to repent 
because I'm not doing what I'm <laughs> studying for. Right. I was just like, how am I going to tell somebody to do this when I'm not? And people don't see that we're, we're literally like, I don't want to say we're changing ourselves, but we're kind of changing our mindset while we're studying because, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. And I, I'm so glad that, you know, from Sunday to Sunday, there's a week. Right. <laughs> so you can actually change before yeah. the next week because people, like you said, people do not see, they just see, Oh, it's, you know, it's the 30 minutes and you sit down and you say the invitation. It's a lot that goes into that preparation right. that you talked about. Right. And some members think that we're preaching to them. Excuse me. I'm preaching to myself first yeah. <laughs> before I preach it to anybody else. Yes. And uh, we may be going through those same things. You know, uh, the sins that I talked about in the Bible, I was in a conversation with uh, Josh Robinson from, uh, yeah, yeah. from, uh, from Arnold where his job takes him to Vegas. I mean, Sin City of all <laughs> places. And, you know, you, every time you turn around, there's something there. But, you know, the sin of gambling, we're just going to use that as an example, doesn't affect me. Yeah, it doesn't affect me at all, but it may affect you. It may affect others, and there are some sins that don't affect you at all. Say stealing doesn't affect you, yeah. but it can affect me seriously. Yeah. Regardless, you know, and that's what you know. It's it's just how it is, and we all need to study God's word to know when I'm reading. Oh, <laughs> I need to repent because I'm preaching to me yes. before I'm preaching to anybody else. Yeah, and that and that that just puts the bow on what we're talking about <clears> is. Instead of having divisions in First Corinthians, let's work on the same team because we have those issues. Mm-hmm. So even as even as preachers, there's things that still affect us. And so with instead of me fighting, not necessarily fighting, but instead of me having this kind of, um, I guess, contentious or competitive attitude towards other brethren, let me try to help him. You know, yeah. let me try to let's work together because, you know, I don't think Paul, Apollos and Cephas and I don't think they hated each other. No. You know, I think they legitimately wanted to help one another. They, it was just unfortunate that people just started picking them and following them. Um, but this yeah. concept of helping one another, and this is why Psalm 133, 1, look, it's more pleasant to dwell in unity. So instead of doing that, let's be fitly joined together and let's work, let's work as one. Oh, absolutely. I, I was looking for that passage because we're here as brothers talking to, to you all as you know, the audience and, and if at any one point in time, there's a point where we're studying and we see something wrong with ourselves, um, I thought it was in James where, you know, the effective fervent prayers, uh, oh. Oh, wait, let me look it up, yeah. Yeah, please do. Um, it could be in First John for a line on Um, What was that? that that's, uh, uh, yeah, it is James, James 5. Okay. Uh, five sixteen. I uh, hear this. Yeah. I, but, hey, I was right yeah, there. Were- <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous avails much. And that's just talking to each other. Yep. That unity that I've got with Jordan here. If I have an issue, I know I can call him. Yeah. And you can do that to any congregational member. You should have that ability to uh, go, hey, I've been studying this, and, you know, what do you think about this? Because I'm struggling with this. You know, will you pray with me? Yeah. It's that easy, and that's how you build that that unity, and it becomes stronger to where, you know, everyone's walking down the same path. Yeah, and it's this, wonderful. this has been such a great study, you know, and I hope you guys have looked at these verses, or maybe you'll, you know, re-listen or re-watch and look at these verses again, um, you know, look about, you know, unity and, and growth and all this stuff, because this is, uh, these are the things that will help us grow if mm-hmm. we look at these verses and look at it for ourselves, as Greg mentioned before. So I'm glad that Greg could come down, uh, <laughs> come down for the podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while, but 
we finally was able to do this. So hopefully you'll be able to come down. We'll be able to do it again. Oh, absolutely. And record. It's been awesome to have you down. Um, again, before we get out of here, um, Greg, is there, you know, do you have Facebook or anything else that if that, if they have questions, uh, they can contact you? Oh, absolutely. Um, through, I, of course I'm friends with Jordan on Facebook and it's, uh, I think it's just Greg James. I believe you can, if you see my mug, you, you know, it matches my Facebook picture <laughs> until I change it again. But, uh, yeah, you can reach me through Facebook. I'm, uh, on, uh, Jordan's friends list. Uh, if you want to shoot me an email, you can at, uh, G T N jjx4 at gmail.com uh, i'll be willing to answer any questions you may have and if i don't have the answer to your question i know some that do yes <laughs> and i can rely on them <laughs> to help me answer your question the way that god would answer the question not the way that i would uh so yeah please feel free to shoot me a message send me an email uh i am here as your servant as you know as well as uh, jordan's servant and because we are all god's servants yep so if there's any questions or anything you have please uh, let me know yeah for sure we're, we're both here to help you help you guys i know we've had questions in the past and we'll, we'll keep taking those questions and remember we're just trying to grow together you know mm -hmm. we're trying to help uh you know grow our own faith we've never made it you know we're trying to keep going and, and keep growing so thank you guys for listening so much again we'll be back uh next week lord willing and i think we'll have another special guest on thank you guys so much